Hi, hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. Hi, my name is Ashley and I'm an introvert. Um, Today, I have a special guest on this episode, my sister LaToya. Um, Introduce yourself. Hi, guys. I'm LaToya. I am Ashley's twin sister. I'm actually the oldest one, but you'd be surprised all our lives people thought that she she was the oldest one. But yay, I'm here. So today we're going to, first we're going to talk about um, what type of personality she has. Um, There's different type of personalities, like introvert and extrovert. Um, There's more, but I'm I'm not actually sure what those are, but but I know those are the two main main uh personalities is uh introvert and extrovert so we're just, we're just going to talk about um which one she is and then what she knows about being an introvert and how she is as an extrovert okay so um first we're gonna um what type of what type of personality um type do you think you are i think i am definitely an ex- extrovert mm-hmm. okay you know the extrovert uh, is yeah I mean definitely learning from you I think that it is a person who actually enjoys the company of other people mm-hmm. they actually prefer to be around other people to like you know that's true have some type of um like per se happiness or you know or whatever yeah, you gain time. Your, so the, the definition of well the difference between introvert and extrovert is that um is that an introvert is a person who is uh, perfectly fine being alone and gains their energy from being alone and being around people a lot drains their energy. Right, right, right. An extrovert is a person who gains their energy from being around a lot of people. They like to go to parties. They like to, they just really enjoy spending time with people. So that's that's the textbook um explanation of the of like the differences okay so um yeah I mean and I think we've also like all like growing up and stuff we've always been told like oh you guys are twins but Mm -hmm. so different um and I think that definitely has a point in where you know you consider yourself to be an introvert and Mm -hmm. I'm an extrovert and um you know I don't know I think I kind of always have liked to be like around people you know at the parties and all this stuff like that Mm -hmm. um I don't necessarily think either are bad you know because Mm -hmm. I think there's times where you as an introvert Mm -hmm. uh can actually turn into an extrovert when you're around people that you know or that you are comfortable with exactly people that I'm comfortable with because it can be family it can be um friends but like um people how to explain this like even with um family people you you think like no matter what personality type you have you should always feel comfortable you should always feel right. like mm-hmm. um you should just feel comfortable you shouldn't feel like um you know, I need my own time and you should always want to feel like you want to be around them. But yeah. that's not necessarily true. Um, you can, uh, you still feel the same way. You're like, I love you, but I still need to <laughs> go off and be by myself. Right, right. So, yeah. 
But I think I've, for the most part, I've always tried to respect that. I don't think I've always understood it. Right. But I think now... Um, are you starting as, to understand? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, like, we are, you know, getting older. And mm-hmm. I think that, like, I'm understanding um, that you you just, you know, you need your time. You need your space. And, but at first, I think I was confused because I, I think I kind of came at it like, why am I like this? Mm-hmm. And she's like that. Not mm-hmm. saying it's like a crazy weird thing or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, why am I so outgoing? Why am I so, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to go to this club. I want to go to this party. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, Ashley, you want to go? Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like, no, I'm good. And like, so. and like I explained in the last episode, I was like, I put myself in a category as being an introvert, but like, Sometimes an extrovert because sometimes I do want to go out or go to a bar or something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I think that you definitely open up when we're around people who you are okay with being. Who I vibe with. Who are are kind of like like minded, not exactly the same, but who are Mm -hmm. like minded exactly so, yeah like mm-hmm. they can actually revert into being like an introvert at times and stuff like that mm-hmm. um yeah I mean I don't I I just kind of feel like um you know an extrovert could actually come with different things you know yeah, like just like an, an introvert yeah, yeah I mm-hmm. mean like it comes with different things and it can actually sometimes be bad and it can be you know good uh, uh a lot of the times but like pertaining to it being bad Mm -hmm. you're most of the time you're out there in the world you know Mm -hmm. shit happens out there Mm -hmm. (laughs) um you know you're there are a lot of times where you could be put in situations that you would never be put in when you're in your own you know solidarity in your home or when you're with your family or people who you you know you'd rather be around right exactly um so I, I I remember I was having a conversation with like uh certain people or like friends or whatever or family mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I would always say or they would ask me how do you feel about Ashley you know like not necessarily being like you and I said right. I've never had a problem with that because I never had to worry about my sister being out there being mm-hmm. into all the crazy stuff that I was into or whatever you know it was more so like Latoya, you watch yourself. Right. You know, but I feel like, well, you know how I feel. I'm like so protective of my sister, but I just, of you, but I like feel like, you know, if you were out there and you were like into something and then that I feel like one of us being bad was enough. <laughs> was uh, enough. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, and us being twins, everyone was kind of like, there's a bad twin, there's a good twin. And I was considered the well, bad twin. Well, not a bad twin, good twin. Just like one that was, again, well, people extroverted, were... one that was introverted. The, and another thing I explained in the last episode of the podcast mm-hmm. is that, um, was that I, um, I wasn't always an introvert. Like, I was, True. as a kid, I was an extrovert. Like, True. I, we were the same. We, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. Uh-huh. like to uh go to party you know we just were um uh we just were what do you call it like um <laughs> that was the dog <laughs> snorting um but uh we we were both extroverts so yeah i mean and i explained also like i think um 
I could have always been an introvert, but not until um, mom got sick that I be, that I became <clears throat> an introvert or it came, it finally came out. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But I think that like at a younger age, you know, our mom was so involved in our like our everything, you mm-hmm. know, that we did. Mm-hmm. And she made it to where, you know, we didn't have to worry about anything or uh, uh, worry for nothing, you know, and it was more so like you we were so carefree. We were, you know, mm-hmm. and so you I mean, know, like you're supposed to be as a kid. You're not supposed to have to worry about anything, right? Right. You're not, correct. You're not supposed to know about no problems, no nothing, right? But as you mentioned, you know, like you kind of, uh, as certain things or occasions happen, life, it, things life happen, happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. You kind of you actually dipped into the introvert, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it more so came as like around you know when mom got sick and stuff like that and when we really had to like start taking care of her Mm -hmm. and and all of that good stuff that'll be another episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um we're just talking about how you know it kind of like started to happen Mm um and I think at times you kind of always did like your space, but it was never as deep as like it never, how it got around that, around what, 15, 16 years old, yeah, like you it, know, mm-hmm. it was like totally something that like, you mm-hmm. know, it just zoomed on in because mm-hmm. I think that's definitely how you coped with things. I the stress of okay. the situation as well. Yeah. Okay. And then also like me, me, um, I think I definitely an extrovert all the way all mm-hmm. my life I was mm-hmm. like that's true I'm gonna go outside I'm gonna try to run away from the issues to be totally honest and so frank like I was like I'm gonna try to fill my head with different things that are outside you know instead of actually being so close to it you know right um, so and that, a lot of people do yeah. that too like and a lot of families when they're dealing with um with hard things as 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 hard as having a um a sick parent they um you have some kids that will like me you know revert into themselves and um and develop anxiety and stuff and um and depression and all of that and then you have kids that will because it hurts them so much. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be around it and they don't want to see it. And just like she explained, you you go out there and you want to fill your head with other things and you just want to forget. Right. So. Yeah. And that's normal for both sides. There's. Yeah. When situations like that or, or just hard things um, come up in your family, like death or illness or, or anything, um, People usually choose either side. They choose to to um, to revert into themselves and not, you know, express what they're feeling in the inside. And then other people um, will go off and just um, and want to um, just forget about the problems and um, and <laughs> forget about the problems and. Um, and try to get away from it because right. it hurts them so much to 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 think about it, to hear about it, to see it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And I think that's <clears throat> I think that's definitely how I like uh, dealt with 
my feelings and how I felt about the situation and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I think you kind of just, it just kind of like came over you and it, you like, it consumed you and like, that's how you dealt with it. Mm -hmm. And then that's definitely how, you know, me, um, going outside and, uh, going different places and, you know, just trying to like fill my head and the void and Mm -hmm. everything with, you know, other things going on in the world. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that we've definitely have always been different in that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like being different in that way, like, I think we realize it's not always a bad thing. I've always said to myself and to other people Mm. that you being an introvert is not a bad thing. You know, I kind of, I see sisters that are more like extrovert. Like, you know, you have both. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have both that are so like hype all the time and this and this and that. But we, I feel like we have that balance because. Yeah. You guys, my sister is not afraid to be like, okay, you need to be down here. Okay, you're really up there, so you need to bring it down here, you know. And, like, there's times where, like, my sister will be like, she'll start turning up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that makes me happy. But not that you being by yourself or whatever makes me sad. It's like, because you come into my world at times, Mm -hmm. and at times I come into your world. Mm -hmm. There's times when me and you, we sitting here... And we just on our phones or we watching TV, playing mm-hmm. with the dog, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's like our downtime. Mm-hmm. We don't have anybody bothering us or anything. Mm-hmm. Or there's times where you're in your room. I'm in my room. Right. We'll be texting each other or sending right. each other stuff. But we're in our own little mm-hmm. space, you know. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I think that it's a great. I, it doesn't bother me at all. Some people ask me and they're like, well, don't you want. No, I don't. Okay, that, but that's not, good. Because. Because. Um. I don't know if you did your research on being an introvert, but I'm glad you don't, you started, you're starting to understand that it's just, um, how I collect myself and how, um, I come back into myself from, from my energy being drained. Right. Yeah. I'm at work. So, so think about, think about like this, like I'm at work and just like I explained in the last episode, I, uh, work in human, human resources. And I'm talking to people all the time. I'm mm-hmm. around. I'm in an office. So I'm around people all the time. People asking me questions and stuff. And so think about that as an introvert. That's draining. Yeah. And think about a whole yeah. week, 40 hours plus. Oh my God. Yeah. Of that. The weekend is all mine. Yep. So I'm in my room. I'm <laughs> yes. at home. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, like I do my laundry on the weekend. I might do some grocery shopping. Um, and then that's it, but that's my time on the weekend for sure. Right. So that's why a lot of times on the weekends, I'm just like, people ask me, uh, my coworkers like, you want to come out? I'm like, no, I'm like, it depends on how I feel. If I wake up, I can tell you yes right now, but then I also with the yes, I'll tell you, wait a minute, but I, it might depends on how I feel. I might wake up on Saturday and be like, you know what? Like eh, looking up at my ceiling, like, (laughs) Do I want to get out? I don't think it's I do. They texted me. It's two o'clock now. <laughs> exactly. The the time is clicking down, and then I'm getting texts on my phone like, "Are you coming? Are you coming?" And I'm like, I'm ignoring it. I'm just looking at it like, uh, and then eventually I'm like, "See you on Monday." <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. But then even with that, sometimes again, sometimes like I still have enough energy to be like, you know what? I do. Um, I do might want to go to see a movie or um 
go out to a bar or a party or if somebody's having a birthday party or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, um, like I said, I definitely understand it. I think maybe, like, back then, you know, like, 16, 17, when I started to get into just different things, mm-hmm. um, that's, uh, I think at that time I was like, oh, you know, I kind of wish my sister was more like me because honestly, you were going to be like my partner in crime, like to run the streets with like, but we are the streets with (laughs) like, we go fucking, no, not fucking Bonnie and the twin Bonnie and Clyde, like fucking run the streets. No, not like that. No, I know. But you know, just like, this is the person who I, you know, tag with all the time or whatever, you know what I mean? So like, we've always been, but that's still like, but we are. No, I was just going to say that. We are definitely, like, we have each other's back in everything. Mm -hmm. If I'm wrong or whatever, and, you know, you tell me about myself or you tell me about it, you still have my back, you know? Right. It's not like I'm telling you something because I want to make you feel bad. It's coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of concern. Yeah. So, even though it might sound harsh, it might sound... Like, you know, I'm trying to be a know-it-all or or whatever. It's just coming from a, I want you to know how I feel. And I have this knowledge yes. of, you know, this. And I just want to let you know to just be careful. Yeah. just on, That's it. Yeah. Just on different things. You right. Know? Because it can be the same way uh, coming from me to you. Mm-hmm. You know, just like we both don't know it all or anything like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time when we are trying to sort out our differences or um, a a situation comes our way, Mm -hmm. you know, whether I cause it or you cause it or whatever, we, we have to say, okay, regardless, we're going to, you know, stand by each other, you know, whatever the case may be. And we're definitely going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we might argue about it, whatever the case may be, but the next minute, we over here laughing about something like because we could be quiet for like five minutes like you know we just irritated each other mm-hmm. and then next thing you know it's like i'm hungry or mm-hmm. i want some ice cream or you know anything you know or whatever but that's like the so. thing is that's like normal i mean siblings yeah. fight you have different opinions different personalities like we're talking right, about right and yeah. so you're gonna have those arguments and you're gonna not always agree um the one thing I like about our relationship is that, um, is that unlike some really bad sister relationships I've heard about, I'm glad we don't uh, have that type of relationship where we, yeah. you know, you hear about siblings like fighting each other and shit, yeah. and just like you know, of course when we were little, like when we, we were younger, when we, were yeah. younger we, we 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 actually yeah. had physical fights, but it wasn't like. It was like tumbling around and stuff. It wasn't like I'm trying to really fucking hurt you and I fucking hate you. It was just like, you know, you took something from me, you know, um, you took some glasses or you took some clothes or whatever. Yeah. Like, you ate this. Yeah. Like sibling fights like that. But it's always kind of almost like hurts me or like makes me think, fuck. Like when I hear about siblings, like, that hate each other that you know like 
would kill each other. I don't know. Just like. Yeah, I mean, and then that goes into just crazy. how people were raised and stuff like that. We weren't raised to, you know, we weren't raised separately. We weren't mm-hmm. raised to where we both had to like, oh, you feed for yourself, you feed for yourself. Or, or compete like, against or each compete, other. Or one parent gives one more. and You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we, so we weren't raised to actually have that type of like relationship or anything. But you know, things happen in people's lives to where they certain like they they might not get along with like their sister or their brother or whatever the case may be so that's just you know that but yeah i think a plus is all is definitely that we don't um if we don't agree we'll talk about it and then you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. just kind of do your own thing like for a minute and then mm-hmm. next thing you know it, it's like you know exactly i mean but we live together so how how and long the thing can is, you walk around exactly that is exactly that too and it's like um it's never that deep to you know to where like to where we never talk to each other again or anything like that like we're all we have you know yes we are def- so we yeah. can we definitely um wouldn't let anything so big come in between us that that we can't forgive each other. Yeah, you know, yeah. That we can't no. talk it through. That's just like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, like I tell Ashley all the time, no matter, you know, what, whatever kind of situation it is, you know, I let Ashley know all the time that she comes first regardless. You know, it might, it might be something that she wants to do, like go to the store or something like that. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. But that's that. Anything else, you know, pertaining to my sister or anything, you know, as far as just like something serious or something that's like, okay, we planned this, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. If somebody else comes with some plans, well, then it's going to be me and my sister, mm-hmm. you know, or um, just anything. She comes first regardless, no matter what it is. And anybody that I date or anyone who mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm in a relationship with or anyone who comes into my life, you know, later on, they have to understand that. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. It, it's always going to be her first. Um, and it's not even in an aspect of, you know, uh, you're one, you're two, you're three. This is just how it is. It's always been that way. Right. You know what I mean? It's always been that way. And anyone who comes into my life or anyone who comes into her life who can't understand that because Mm -hmm. we've always, no matter if we were hours away, Mm -hmm. no matter if we were miles away or whatever, you know, we always had to make sure that each other were, that we were good. Exactly. You know, we always had to make sure that we were both okay. Um, yeah. And that, you know, no matter what, you know that I'm here for you. You know that mm-hmm. I'm here no matter what, you know. So, it, uh, ultimately, mm-hmm. her going to school, me going to school. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like I said, that'll be another <laughs> uh, episode because we have so much. Like, oh my gosh, so mm-hmm. much. Um, but, you know, ultimately, we, we ended up moving together. Mm-hmm. And... I think that we've had more good times than bad times. I think so, because, yeah. Because, sure. you know, there have been certain situations that have happened, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's me and her. It is, <laughs> you know? exactly. Like, no matter that's whatever what comes, happened, That's okay. what it comes down to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know? Like, regardless of Whatever that third party was, or yeah. whatever, 
Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it don't matter if it was a situation, people, whatever. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't have that, and it's yeah. so crazy. A lot of people don't have that, so they don't know what it feels like mm-hmm. to be supported. Um, yeah. Regardless mm-hmm. of whatever decisions that you make, you know, a lot of people make bad decisions or they fall into stuff, mm-hmm. and they don't have anybody to say. You know you fucked up, right? Right, exactly. But you know I got your back. You know I'm going to be here. Exactly. When, when the shit hits the fan. Exactly. You know who has your back. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And then a lot of people do. They know how that feels. Mm-hmm. So they don't necessarily have those like horrible like uh, 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 feelings of like I'm alone and mm-hmm. you know like if something happens I'm just by myself or you know whatever the case may be. So like I said, we've always, we've had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of pluses in our lives, you know? Yeah, we have, like... It's just one, mm-hmm. one, uh, one particular, <laughs> uh, situation definitely, you know, was our mother, mm-hmm. and that was something that, you know, we had to carry through and also just learn at the same time mm-hmm. how to, how to do certain things, because 15 years old... Yep. Very hard, mm-hmm. very hard to communicate, very hard to learn how to even navigate, you know, have life. a sick parent. I mean, think about that. But the thing about that is that, unfortunately, there's a lot of kids out there dealing with that right now. Yeah. And who have dealt with that. Right. And so that is very real. You know, um, the uh, your parents getting sick and getting sick even with you as young as 15 or some kids even younger and they're taking care of their fucking parent. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you got little fucking kids mm-hmm. taking care of their parent. Yeah, you do. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So, we- yeah. So, um, there's a new topic or a new, um, segment, um, that I'm going to be imp- going to be implementing on um the podcast which is like a movie review section. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can't wait for that cuz my sister, she this girl is she's so knowledgeable when it comes to movies, even the people who are in the movies, you know, where they come from. And I'm like, "Damn." Like, yeah, you want to okay. know what actor you're watching or whatever. So, yeah. um there's this new movie on Netflix um called a fall from grace a new tyler perry movie yeah um and so we're just gonna review that movie we're gonna give our rating of um i think what one to five one to yeah, ten. yeah yeah no one to five is like cool because that's how i feel like that's how they do movies no like it's five just, stars no oh, oh yeah yeah usually <laughs> yeah. like five stars um so um first of all we're gonna start with um the rating. So, what uh, one to five? What would you give? What rating would you give the movie? Okay, first of all, I heard that movie was shot in like five days. I heard it was yeah, so. exactly. I heard it was shot in five <laughs> days too. So, I guess I mean, should we give them the benefit of the doubt, or is that like amazing that they were able to shoot a movie in five days? I think the movie was actually pretty good. You know, it oh had, really? It had its weird parts. Girl, no. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, wait. No. Okay, one to five. Like, what would you rate it? Probably a three and a half. Oh wow, that's a lot. Okay, so go, <laughs> so um, okay, go ahead. What were you, what were you gonna say? I kind of feel like 
I mean, because I was watching... Okay, so I'm watching it, right? And I'm like... First of all, you when you watch Tyler Perry movies, you go into it. Well, he has a formula. He has... Exactly, he that's has what I'm a, saying. He has, like, stories that... He has a formula. That's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. He has a formula. So, when you go... When you're watching a Tyler Perry movie, you go into it and you're like, okay, well... <laughs> you're expecting some crazy shit. You're expecting some crazy shit and then you're expecting some, like, family drama. Right. Like, Always. that type of yeah. whole shit, right? So, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay... Um, I go in and prepare for that. So, watching it, mm-hmm. you know... I was like, this is actually a cool little storyline, you know? Not yeah, that yeah. anyone has ever done it before, but mm-hmm. this is, I'm going to say within the last maybe 10 years, this is what I've come across as far as like, okay, like this is this is actually some crazy stuff because I think that there are actually older, older women out there who suffer with the fact of like, okay, their husband could have passed away or died or divorced them right. and left them with nothing, right? whatever, and... They're like Oh sorry, I forgot to say spoilers. <laughs> oh <laughs> it's, we got spoilers. Gotta, right, yeah. right. Sorry. So, so if you haven't watched it, uh turn no. off this section and go watch <laughs> it and then come back. Right. <laughs> um But I, I you know, there like women out there, older women out there who are like, My kids are grown, they're gone, they got, you know, husbands or wives and kids and I'm just here by myself and mm-hmm. you might start to feel really lonely. So, you know, depending You become on, prey. To predators. You can. You can. Not all the time. But you can become uh, prey to predators, you know, which are definitely, like, uh, younger men who are, like, I see a dollar sign, you know, um, mm-hmm. and or I see someone who is lonely, so she's going to, you know, I she's going to definitely be open. Mm-hmm. I can take advantage of her. So, you know, that was pretty much, like, the storyline there. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah. But... You have that, and then you have it, like, going back to the movie now, it's like, you had that situation, right? And then you ended up having a a young man and his mother Mm -hmm. who are taking advantage of all of these old Old women. All of these old women. (laughs) I mean, white, black, Asian. So there is no, like, when, Mm -hmm. when they showed... Mm -hmm. That part where all of those women were in that basement. Latoya, Latoya, when I... I was like, when I that that shit took a turn so fast. It took a turn. That's when what I, I mean. when I saw them ladies chained up in a fucking basement. I was like, "What the fuck is Claire Hustle? <laughs> what the fuck is Claire Hustle? Fucking got old people chained in her basement." <laughs> no, on some real shit. I'm like, why, why? But she was so calm, Latoya. She was so calm about it. She wasn't even like, "Who is in my house?" You know, when the girl, um, yeah, uh, brought, um. I always forget her name. Her last name's Tyson, though. Is it Cicely? Yeah, Cicely Tyson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when she, when the young girl, the lawyer, um, so in the movie, um, God, I don't want to give that part away, but um, in the movie, I've already given most of the. Yeah, away, so. but in, in the movie, um, there's a young lawyer, a black girl, and um, at the end, uh, she takes uh Cicely Tyson um back to um. Back to Felicia Rashad's, uh, Claire Huxtable's, um, home. Cause she thinks like she lives with her and, um, and, um, Felicia Rashad comes back home and, uh, finds the girl in her, um, in her home. And she was so calm about it that I was like, yeah, she a real psycho in this movie. 
Yeah, I mean, it just so because it might be a little like choppy on the storyline. So basically, um, there was an older woman. Uh huh. Yeah. <clears throat> her husband divorced her. Mm-hmm got with a younger woman or whatever the case may be. And apparently this husband owned um, some type of business where it was very lucrative, mm-hmm. you know, and he had all the money. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. My allergies are like going crazy right now. But um, he divorces her, gets married to a younger woman, lives living his life. Uh, this the star of the movie, she pretty much was like, I don't want anything from you, so I'm gonna, it's fine. I'll live my life, whatever. Right. Um, This woman meets a friend. She meets a a friend who, you know, she's thinking like, wow, I finally have someone in my life, you know, who's a friend. Right. You know. Which is Felicia Rashad. Which is Felicia Rashad. Which is um, Claire Huxtable from the Cosby show. Right. Um, And it was kind of weird how it happened. There was like this, uh, this art show that yeah. this woman went to. That the older woman that yeah, the went older to. woman mm-hmm. went to. Uh, she ends up meeting this young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's definitely continuing to pursue her. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout the the whole uh, movie and you know the, the first half mm-hmm. of the movie, um, and. They ended up falling in love. Mm-hmm. She thought it was like this fairy tale. Yep. She was like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, I have this young, hot chocolate man. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> we um, have this connection. He makes me feel this way. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they fucking get engaged after three months, I think. Yeah. They get mm-hmm. engaged. And after three months, they get have a full-blown full wedding. Full-blown wedding. Marriage. Everything, right? So... Uh, at this point, you know, she's starting to see certain things yeah. happen That's at her suspicious. job that yeah. are suspicious mm-hmm. where, you know, she gets fired because there's a lot of money that's disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think of, she took it. Yeah, they think she took it. Um, and also, like, you know, at that point, she loses her job. You know, they're like, uh, she goes to try and figure out what's going on. Yeah. She goes to the bank and they're like, well, you took out $350,000. Yeah, they're like, you signed the paper. Yeah. You and took- she's like, no, the fuck I didn't. Like, yeah. the fuck? Why they're would like, I do that? Right. They're like, you took out all this money out of your account, uh, out of your house. I mean, you know, equity and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, at that point, she's like, no, I didn't. They're like, well, this is your signature, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. She's like, what the fuck? How did this even happen? Like, mm-hmm. So she goes through that and then it's so crazy because in one scene you have Felicia Rashad and then you have this woman and then you have the, the her the man that she married, she married the young uh-huh. guy that she married mm-hmm. in one room and it was kind of like she ended up uh I believe that the people at the the bank ended up showing her the cameras of him walking into the bank and doing all of that. I must have blanked the, out because I did not I did not see all that of part. The cash transactions yeah. stuff like oh, okay. that. Because mm-hmm. so that's it. and mind you they're married. So he can do that. He can that. do that. Exactly. He can do that. That's exactly. the fucked up part about it is exactly. he can fucking do that. Exactly. It was like how how are you able to take my money? Well this is your husband. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so he, you know and she probably put him on because even so even so, you can walk in and be like, well, I'm his wife, um, I'm her husband, but you have to have both signatures on a bank account for it, for, in order for both of you to be able to take money out. Right, right, right. 
Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, he had all of the information yeah, that he needed. Yeah, I'm sure anyway. he did, yeah. So, um, at this particular scene, you know, all three of them are in the room. And so, this woman is confronting her husband and is like, uh, you did you it. Took you took my know, money. Like, you took my money and mm-hmm. everything like that. And so, he's like, are you sure you want to do this, you know, right now in front of your company or in right. front of your friend or whatever. Right. So, Felicia Rashad, you know, she's acting like she got her back. She's yeah, like, she's no, like, I'm going like, to stay here. She's like, I'm going <laughs> to stay here. So, you know, you can uh, say whatever you want to say exactly. to her in front of me. Exactly. Exactly. And then the woman, she's like, no, you can go, you know, whatever. Telling Felicia Rashad that she can leave or whatever. So, um, you know, they end up having that conversation or whatever. And then he ends up bamboozling her into believing that, uh, he, he needed the money and Mm -hmm. all this bullshit, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, whatever. Right. So then fast forwarding, he's, he's starting to actually show his true colors. Yep. You know, meaning like he's being really mean to her. He's having different women in their house. Yeah. All type of shit, y'all. Like on some real shit, you know. So long story short, you know, she actually got tired of that shit. She thought, you know, she was so fed up. She yep. was so fed up. Um, she's asking him, give me my money back. You can leave, you know, all this type of shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she ends up attempting to kill his ass. You know, she's whooping his ass with a bat. And At we're like, end, she was like, that's... Sh- well, we're like... It turned to a real horror show. Like, <laughs> they must have been up under her throwing fucking blood on her face because... She had hella blood she on had, her face like, from hitting him with that hitting bat. Him. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was weird. Okay, so, you know, she, yeah, she basically... She thought she killed him. Yeah. So, Felicia Rashad being her friend. You know, after she's whooping his ass with the with the bat or whatever, she hops in the car. She just starts driving. Mm-hmm. You know, she's sorry, <clears throat> she's not stopping. Mm-hmm. So, um, she calls Felicia Rashad, being like her best friend, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, like I killed him. I killed him, and she's like, basically, like, okay, hold up, where did you leave the body and yeah. all this and blah blah, right? And so at that point, Felicia Rashad goes over to. Uh, her friend's house, mm-hmm. and ain't no telling. Like, why did you go over there? For one, my my question was like, why did you go over there? But we soon find out why she goes exactly. over there. Exactly. So, uh, long story short, this woman ends up being in prison. You know, she ends up you know going through all this stuff, and she actually ends up getting a public defender mm-hmm. who at first. Because she wanted to plead guilty for the murder, mm-hmm. the public defender was like, I'm going to let your ass plead guilty. You know, this is what you want to do, blah, blah, blah. Right. This is easy. I can fucking yeah, sign is, off on this. And, right. And that's it. But the public defender was kind of known for losing cases and shit when she even tried to pursue. Right. So she was like, okay, no, you want to plead guilty? Cool. Whatever. This right. Is easy. Um, yeah. Uh, but then once she got certain facts and like certain shit started to happen and she was like, you know, once she seen like the tears and coming from this woman or in the sincerity coming from this woman she Mm. was like okay this is not this is not these are not the reactions the tears of a guilty person yeah Yeah. from a guilty person Mm -hmm. from a killer from a person who you know um so it was uh as she starts to actually as a public defender starts to actually you know pursue the case or whatever she's learning so many different things Mm -hmm. oh my god um so long story short come to find out the guy who 
this woman married mm-hmm. is Felicia Rashad's son. son. This is her son. Yeah. So the whole time they plotted, they plotted on, her. on her. They plotted on her. They plotted on her so bad. Like, you know, from her taking advantage of, you know, her being her friend and uh, uh, trying to, like, oh, girl, you need to go out and get you a man and this and this and that. First of all, I thought it was weird how you're so invested in me getting a man, but you ain't got no goddamn man. Oh, my God. Like, that part was like, <laughs> okay, bitch, what's going on here? Uh, But ended up, you know, finding out that this is her son, that they have been doing this to multiple multiple women yep multiple and and specifically let's be specific older black asian white whatever kind of uh uh uh, race you are Mm -hmm. you had you were gonna be old i mean because to be honest you were easy target yeah unfortunately unfortunately i mean there is some dumb ass young women out here but for you to not have to go through the extra mouthing <laughs> the argument you know this person could actually you know that type of shit right why don't why don't we you know target uh older yeah women mm-hmm. so the movie is fucking crazy y'all it's, it really it's is. Fucking so crazy. you have to go watch you have it to watch it like yeah explaining it is hard because it's, it is because it it's like different uh dips and turns and stuff and yeah yeah, the movie fucking crazy. She was like fucking had people chained in her uh her fucking basement and taking their fucking money. Yeah. So pretty much like um but the crazy part about it is that, you know, the guy ends up dying, um, in the midst of like some, you know, tangling and stuff, like and fighting, uh, uh-huh. down in that fucking chamber basement or whatever uh-huh. and uh felicia rashad's ass she gets away she's and like a random she's, she's continuing to do what you know she was doing before like without her husband without her son her I son mean, yeah because he's dead mm-hmm. so and she was like oh my god she was hella creepy i didn't expect her to be that creepy sure ass you know when she ran away and like um uh when um the police were coming to um arrest her and all that once they figured out what she was doing her and her son were doing um her fucking ass at the end of the movie showed up um at another woman's home and you know as an interview as like a caregiver or some shit like that and she was asking the lady she was like she was like what does your mom used to do she was like oh my mom is in finance and then she was like really finance hmm and shit like she was a fucking <laughs> uh fucking old hollywood villain or something i was like wow but you know like, why i think it made it what made her so creepy was what? Like definitely the fact that we know her as this innocent woman exactly so she for her so innocent i know you know so, I know. Like, she could be so creepy. So, the fact that <laughs> turned out she was a fucking psycho, that was, uh, that was hilarious to me. Yeah. That was really funny. <laughs> yeah. So, you said, you said a three, how did you rate the movie? I said a three and a half only because, I mean, I think the movie was actually, like, pretty okay, you know, but there's, like, it was a five-day movie, so you could see so you're, certain things. Exactly. You know? So, you're, like, so, of course, there were plot holes and stuff. There was stuff that did make no sense. It was just like she said. Um, they shot it in five days. So, I think it was just a, a, fun, a fun project, probably, for everybody to do. 
Yeah. You know, and they all got paid and shit. So <laughs> it, 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 they were like, we don't really care if the movie is like Oscar worthy or nothing. It's on fucking Netflix. So you know how many B movies Netflix got on there? Yeah, I mean, that's, but I think that's also something that makes uh, Netflix like hella funny or like fun because it is. I know we have a whole thing where we watch like B movies and yeah. they be cracking us the fuck up. Like, yeah, the uh, you know the black um, the black movies that are uh, independent like are hella funny. <laughs> yeah, so we be watching those and um, yeah. So I think I rated the movie i think i'll rate the movie like a 3.5 or something i don't know i yeah I, like i i enjoyed it for <laughs> i enjoyed it for the ridiculousness of it because i was just watch i was there watching it like this shit is really really stupid <laughs> but um it's entertaining so yeah so yeah i give it a 2.5 you give it a 3.5 Basically, 3.5. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so we're gonna try to. Um, I'm gonna try to do this um, new movie segment um, at the end, at the end of every episode, like with my guests. Like if we watch the same movie, um, or we're gonna have to watch the same movie um, the week before, and then we can talk about it and um, joke about it and all that stuff like that. So I think this episode is going on really long, like 45 minutes. So, um, I think we're going to end the episode here. Um, I want to thank my sister for uh, doing this episode with me. Thank you for having me. You have anything else you want to say? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, I think the next episode, the next person I'm going to have on the third episode is um, my cousin Mel. Oh, Lord. Y'all get ready for that. That episode, I might have to... Dude, I, I, I edit every episode. Some real but editing. I'm gonna have to do some real <laughs> fucking editing. I have, like, one of the tags is explicit, but this shit is gonna be fucking XXX rated. So I'm gonna have to fucking <laughs> yeah. cut hella shit out. But she's hella funny. And maybe um, we'll do one with, like, me, you, and her. Yeah, that's fine. That'll that be, like, shit. so lit. <laughs> lit now. <laughs> like, you sound like, um,. My coworker at work, his fucking ass is always talking about don't at me. I'm like, what the don't at you? Who I'm, is it? Is it Avery? No. No. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> you sit up here trying. Well, I'm not name dropping nobody because I'm gonna be talking some shit about people um, in this podcast. So you sit up here dropping names for to give me. I still work at that fucking job. Oh so, my bad. But <laughs> bleep that out. Bleep that out. Uh, I don't know how to bleep that out, so it's gonna stay in there. But no, and he'd be like, don't at me, and I'd be like. I am not a phone. How the fuck am I at you? I'm not. Know. I'm not Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> so I'm always like, don't say, don't at me. So, but um, anyway, thank you guys for um, tuning in, listening to this episode. I'm gonna try to don't hold me to it, but I'm gonna try to record um, or try to put up an episode every Monday and Friday, or every yeah Monday and Friday. Um, if I'm able to, um, so yeah, look out for the next episode. It might be, um, me and my sister and my cousin Mel, or just, or it might be me and my cousin Mel. And then the following episodes after that is going to be, um, um, some of my coworkers and, um, anyone else who wants to join. So again, thank you for, um, 
listen to this episode and uh, say bye, Lisa. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.